Thank you, Rangers. You've done a great service to the entire universe. I guess it's time to say goodbye again. May the power protect you all. Wow. So that was Tommy. He really is the greatest Ranger. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullets with Nerds New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Don't Go to the Bathroom in Your Dreams with my co-host. Okay. Yeah, this is Eli, a.k.a. Namor's Nuts. <laughs> and that is going to be a topic of discussion we will talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're back with another episode. And like I said, this is the week before Black Friday. So even, even if Black Friday is even a thing anymore. Here's the thing, Eli. This, I think what's going on is that Black Friday is now a thing again. Because the because last still, years, people can go out again. Because people can go out again. Well, we outside. So, yeah, we can go it's there. It's no, so. nostalgia. Right. Remember Black Friday, kids? <laughs> sure, Grandpa. Okay. So, yeah, but that's the thing. But here's the thing. Black Friday isn't like Black Friday again. So, the long gone are the days when people are punching each other for, like, you know, $100 TV, stuff like that. We're not doing that anymore. Here's what you need to do. Bring yourself into the 2022 and the 2020s. Use technology. Buy this shit online. Even if it's at a store. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. <laughs> or even Thursday. The stores don't close on Thanksgiving. Buy it on Thanksgiving that day. Yeah, Schedule yeah. it for pickup on Friday. Go get it. You don't have to punch anybody, strangle anybody, stomp anybody. None of that stuff. That That's done. So yeah. hopefully we've, you know. Or hopefully, hopefully you already got a TV like me. I got a TV. I don't need to punch nobody for a TV. Exactly. <laughs> I might go. So, I might go there for them. Like you know, they got those dot those doorbuster deals. You can get like ten pockets of drawer or ten packs of drawers for a dollar or some shit. <laughs> yeah, or maybe PS Five. Now people are gonna punch people for PS Fives. That's that's gonna be a thing. Hey, you see a PS Five elbow drop? You know, sneak it, sweep the leg. You know, do something. So yeah. can't help you with that. It has but. begun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have done our due diligence. Although I do feel like on Saturday, the day after Black Friday, we are going to get all kind of news reports about people getting punched in the face and shit, you know. So, uh, what do we got? What do we got? Big oh, Jake. Jake's Let's in see. the house. You see, now away from the box, away from the. Hey, cut up the box, put it in a bag, right. then throw it out. It <laughs> fell off the truck. You, we, we know the terminology. Yeah, don't uh, throw the empty box yeah. in the top of the garbage bin and say, hey, this motherfucker got a PS5. Look at his garbage. <laughs> exactly. More information for the comic bullies. The more you know, we tell you how to steal shit. So yeah. Uh yeah. Because with the BIPOC bullies, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh yeah. All right. So let's get into the podcast. Let's just jump into it. Like I said, we had a a fun show, but we do have to get some, you know, some information out of the way. Let me get Jake out of here. Sorry, Jake. There you go. Um, like I said, it was a passing that happened just a few hours before we started doing this. We do want to say rest in peace to uh Jason David Frank. AKA JDF, you know, uh, pretty well known uh, person to everybody, really. I, I, mean, I didn't know who he was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, even if you weren't a fan, like I said, I understand that uh, 
some people were fans of Power Rangers. Me personally, I think I I think I kind of grew out of that fandom. Yeah, I, think I was, was a little, a little bit, too. Yeah. I was I was like in college when that shit was. I was like, I was like right there. It was like right there because it's like this. You when you grew and when you saw Power Rangers, you either thought this is the greatest shit ever, or you were like, this shit look like Voltron. I think, yeah, I, I think if yeah. I was if I was that age at that time, I probably would have liked it too. If you yeah. never saw Voltron, that yeah. would have been your shit. Yeah, basically. ten years before that, I was watching Voltron. I was watching Transformers, mm-hmm. Robotech, you know, Godzilla movies and shit. You know, I was in. I, it would have been something I would have liked too. So I, I right. So we're at that age. We were like. Mm, no, nah, I'm not really feeling that, you know. But that's okay because my last fandom, my personal fandom, was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, that was my fandom. I was now, that too. And that was I was from the cartoon. Sorry, I, I wasn't a purist, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like I said, everybody had their favorite. But that's the thing with the difference between the Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers is that everybody had their own favorite Ninja Turtle. That's very different. You either had Leonardo, who was the alpha, Raphael, who was the badass, Michelangelo, who was the fun one. And Donatello, the one nobody wants to admit, but eventually Eli turned around to it and admitted. So that's cool. <laughs> but the Power Rangers, on the other hand, everybody had one favorite. Everybody had that one favorite. Here's the thing, Eli. Power Rangers did suck for a while until the Green Ranger showed up. When the Green Ranger showed up, he just showed up to start beating everybody's ass. I was watching shows like, what the fuck is going on? You know, he just came in and he just start wrecking everybody. <laughs> you just like, oh, I oh so you're you're before. you're into the lore. You know the lore. I, this is this is as much as I know. I just know that dude now where he came from, what's his space name and shit like that, or why he showed up later on. I don't know. All I know is that he showed up beating ass. That was it. And then he eventually took over the team, became the leader. And you know how Optimus Prime just like wrecks everybody by himself. That's how he was. Like yeah, like Luke Skywalker, he was their guy. So yeah, so that's so when I start, I was like, the the pink ranger. God yeah, the bless pink. the pink ranger. Okay, so you got the pink <laughs> ranger, you got Topanga, and I'm trying to think of another one. <laughs> Six from Blossom, I think. Like the oh, Kelly Kapowski. Okay, every come on, everybody got the the top five crushes, '90s crushes. Uh, oh, the oh, Becky G in the suit. I thought these oh, were all. That's, <laughs> see, see, Jake, I, that's 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 beyond me. That's beyond me. You're talking about some some 2000 shit right there. I was way past about it <laughs> anything past 1990 whatever um i'm power rangered out you know but the thing is like i said jason david frank jdf came back he was by far the the fan favorite of power rangers he uh appeared in the most episodes out of any actor ever in power rangers he even showed up like in death battles and stuff like that like on youtube where like he fought like ryu from street fighter and they were like, uh, like Ryu versus Green Ranger. And he actually showed it. Like, they didn't get an actor. They, it was him, you know. So he fought, got his ass whooped. I wish I could fast forward. But anyway, he comes back as the Green Ranger, you know, to start whooping ass, you know. And then Bloodsport or Bloodsport. Blood Yeah. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You messed it up. You talk about Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> That's not him. <laughs> but before, uh, damn, I got it. Before Vin Diesel. You know, who just kind of just half assed his way through the movie. I don't care what Get Valiant says. He half assed his way through the movie. You know? <laughs> the only reason why I know about this is because of Get Valiant. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Get Valiant. <laughs> Shout out to Get Valiant. Shout out to Get Valiant because the thing is, uh, Jason David Frank, he actually did their intro for their podcast. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. He did the intro for their podcast. So that's how, because like I said, he was deep into it. And that's the thing about it, because I'm going to just show you. Like I said, this is Jason David Frank as Bloodshot, the OG Bloodshot. Not Vin Diesel. And see, that's the thing, like, he was dedicated to Brad. Like, he said he went back 
read every bloodshot comic wanted to know what bloodshot was went in there and this ain't no fan shit oh, this was financed or ninja 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 I, I gotta talk uh, I, I, I yeah you talk to eric and find out about this shit. i don't i don't know <laughs> like i said i'm not a valiant guy but yeah this is the thing where they did like valiant financed this so it's not like a fan thing they put money behind this and pretty much put on youtube and did a web series so and he played you know uh bloodshot on there so i thought that was pretty awesome on there and that's the thing about like you can tell when people just cashing in like vin diesel like oh i just use this whatever project as my star vehicle and you got other people that have respect to the lore respect to the source material and that's what jdf did so i appreciate him uh eli don't you know him from something else isn't he in your realm i, guess? I no, i don't i just know him. no yeah. I, I, okay. I i i think he was i know he was he was like an mma fighter for a while like in yeah the that's what i was wondering I, I, I knew you yeah but um i'm not no i'm not too familiar with the guy like i said i'm not i'm a little too old to be a power rangers fan you know i Mm -hmm. i I am aware i Mm -hmm. i know of power rangers as a concept (laughs) and i knew he (laughs) was i knew he was part of that and i know you know i mean i think it's it's pretty sad what happened i mean even though i'm not a fan i feel for the fans who were who were you know i i know you know it, it must be hard being a kid growing up on a thing and you know someone's your hero you look up to this person and they meet a tragic end like this i mean I, that's that it's 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 sad yeah. right yeah. especially you know rumored on how he went out like i said i don't know i'm not going to speculate yeah uh it's sad you know like i said your strong friends check on them you know make sure like because especially like you said he's rich famous and if that happened you know. and that seems to be a thing with like celebrities like they don't have they just seem to I don't know, isolate themselves. I don't know what it is about, you know, the celebrity lifestyle or, or just being in the public eye. Yeah, because you think you know, that's the life that everybody wants, but yeah. at the same time, that life is stressing these celebrities out. Yeah, they got to they gotta put on a front. They got to, you know, they got to present themselves in certain ways and they're always in demand. They're always in the public eye. I mean, yeah, that's... And even I mean, if they I, flip yeah. out one time, they're canceled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> we know how fucking, how much the internet sucks. you know and if you're like a totally someone who's like hugely popular and the the internet turns on you that's gotta suck i mean we've seen celebrities just disappear from social media just because like they need the break they need to you know and and who knows what this guy was going through but you know people you know yeah it might not have anything to do with the internet we just you know just assuming but yeah yeah so yeah that's it's 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 sad (laughs) so yeah but that's the thing but that's the thing I, I i do appreciate him that he did care for his fans like i said you could tell he was dedicated like jake said he come to cons all the time he would sit there talk to his fans uh mm-hmm. like i said power rangers didn't get cool until he showed up yes there was a black <laughs> ranger yes i appreciate him break dance before he started fighting people but until the green Ranger started <laughs> showing up fucking up people that's when i was like okay i'll fuck with the power Rangers a little bit you know but that was about it but uh hold up let's see what jake got uh do love fans always attending different cons that was something else yeah that's right here i heard he was at a lot of cons and shit you know? yeah like i said because you can tell what as much work as he put in the bloodshot you can tell that he put the work in like you think if, if vin diesel put half the work into bloodshot as you know jdf did maybe bloodshot would have stood out different instead of just seeing like another fast and furious clone you know something like that so yeah. that's my thing but uh yeah like i say rest yeah. in peace good yeah. journey sir yeah all right, so Eli, I'm going to throw the ball in your court because we're going to talk about something, honestly, I have no idea about. 
Really? Even though it's like a national phenomenon that I feel oh, like I'm going to Are we talking about yeah. Walking Dead? Yeah, let's talk about Walking Dead. Okay, well, yeah, I guess just 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 to put this out there, the Walking Dead series finale aired tonight. Um, yeah, very fi- the final episode of the series. I did not watch it. Uh, in fact, I haven't oh, wow. watched Walking Dead in years. <laughs> um, I so you stopped, just treat like the CW now, huh? Just... <laughs> I, yeah, I, I stopped wa- or watching Walking Dead pretty much right around when the last comic issue came out. Now, I've read every issue of The Walking Dead. Um, so once the comic ended, I pretty much gave up on the show because the show was sort of just a watered-down version of the comic. It didn't go as violent or as hard. Or as dark as, as as dark as the show was, it didn't. It wasn't like the comic. You know, the comic was like, you know, had some balls that the, you know, show didn't have. Um, what, what was it on AMC or something? It was on AMC, but I got to admit, it did. It did. You know, make horror. You know, TV a little bit more popular. American Horror Story and, you know, the, the Hannibal and whatever. You know, these these shows were started coming out. You know. Um, it kind of brought even it, it hit around the same time as the event as the MCU was t- uh, taken off. It, it you know popularizing you know comic book movies and characters and comic book TV shows. You know people forget that Walking Dead was a comic book before, like for a very long time before the TV show even you know happened. Um, a lot of people on that show got their start. You know, Denai Guerrera, what's her name, plays Okoye. Yeah, she was Michonne. She was a fan. Like, I know people out. still call her that. Like when they see her on Black Panther, they call her by her Walking Dead name. You know, like yeah. like we call Stifler. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 Michonne. She was a fan favorite character. She became was the AMC and Bad and Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. pretty much you know was the staple of it. It pretty much kept AMC's lights on. You know, um, you know. Yeah, John Bernthal became Frank Castle. He was on The Punisher. We had. The little girl who played Little Ray was on there. So many, you know, isn't one of them the chick from Star Trek? Does one of the new Star Trek shows? Uh, You got me on that. Sasha, she played Sasha. I mean, there's, you know, so many actors got their start, or, you know, Jeffrey Dune Morgan. And Jeffrey Lauren Conrad, Moore, yeah. even though he, uh, he was he was around before, but yeah, yeah, but you know, now he's popping up in you know Bruce Wayne and and the Martha Wayne and you know. Um, so yeah, it, flash I mean, point it, it, Batman, yeah. but DC yeah. gonna DC, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, the show lasted a long time. I stopped watching it after a while. Um, yeah, I did actually watch Fear the Walking Dead, uh, Jake. Um, well, I forgot they two shows, yeah. Is, yeah, so, I did watch some of that. that. I, I watched on? a couple of seasons of that just because it was kind of fresh and I, I, I knew that you know. The thing about the, the main series is because I read all the comics, I kind of could see and predict where the show was going, you know, um, whereas Fear the Walking Dead was all new characters. So that was kind of fresh. But yeah, I even got bored of that, you know. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, 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 it came out during the height of the zombie trend and it also killed the zombie trend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, zombies were very, were huge in the, you know, mid 2000, mid thousands or whatever um 2010s 20s you know um and yeah it, it was it was huge i mean video games movies last so many of us movies. which they have yeah. a last of us tv show coming out next year on, on yeah. hbo yeah yeah um so yeah, not even next next month <laughs> shit 
Yeah, so I mean, I hear that they're supposed to have a bunch of spinoffs from this show because um, they just want to milk it. But I mean, yeah, like, as far as me, I, I haven't been into the show in a while. Um, you know, so who knows? But hey, it, it, it has endured over 10 years. Yeah, has it been? Yeah, 2020. Yeah, like 12 years, 13 years, the show, oh, 2010 shit. when it okay. first came on. So it is it is a thing. It is hugely popular. I mean, yeah, it's it's funny when you go to Target or Walmart and you see Walking Dead merchandise, and they had like a th- like hundreds of podcasts just yeah. dedicated just to Walking Dead. Yeah, know? yeah, so, uh, yeah. Just had to had to mention it we, since we cover comic book news. Figure I just throw and that it is a comic book show. Yeah, <laughs> it is a comic book show. <laughs> you got to keep reminding people like, oh, y'all just talk about Batman, Superman. No, we talk about comic books like Walking yeah. Dead. You know. Yeah, walk, I did watch or I did read all the Walking Dead comics, you know. Um, I know you, how and the you Walking reviewed Dead them end, on here. And I reviewed them, on. yeah. Like the, yeah. The, la- the very last issue jumped like 10 years ahead, like a big time jump, like 10 years ahead where Carl, who died on the show, is still alive in the books. You know, he was now the sheriff of another town and Rick was dead. Um, yeah, so like the, the show deviated from the comics, sort of, kind of, but still kept into the same plots as the comics because i i saw like on a commercial that the commonwealth was on the show they're doing the commonwealth uh, uh story arc which mm-hmm. was another you know society another town with you know um with stormtroopers <laughs> Interesting. they had soldiers and stuff um but yeah i mean the show was more about you know like all great zombie stories which which are all full of social commentary the, it's the other humans that are the bigger threat the zombie is Zombies are just the man is the monster. Yes, yes, they're they're us. It's like George Romero and Dawn of the Dead. We're us. They're us. We're them. The dark side of humanity. It brings the worst out in in people. When society breaks down, the worst of humanity comes out, and that's kind of the the social commentary of George Romero's zombie movies and all great zombie tales. And The Walking Dead kind of hit that sort of you know stride because you know. We all remember 2012 when we all thought the world was going to end. You know, the world, everyone thinks the world is going to end every five years. And Y2K. And- yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and Walking Dead is sort of, a, you know, a glimpse into the, a mirror into that ending of civilization, you know, doomsday preppers and all that shit. And the, the Walking Dead sort of, you know, helped, helps people cope with that. So, yeah. And, so, and it was it, made by the same creative Invincible. You like Invincible. Hey. Oh yeah, there you go, Robert Kirkman. Yeah, yeah. Invincible. You know, same guy. So he's making money hand over fist, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Invincible's will come back next year, so yeah. Yeah, fuck this comic book shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the money is. He like Bendis. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So like I said, so we just talked about a comic book show. We're gonna talk about a non-comic book show. Uh, but it also wrapped up this week also. So I don't know if anybody watched it. I saw it. I just wanted to just talk about it because, hey, I have a podcast. Why not? <laughs> like somebody should talk about this, you know? Uh, yeah. So I want to talk have about total control. Exactly. Like be the change, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, I just want to just briefly talk about Atlanta series finale. It is done. It was four seasons. It is completely wrapped. Like I said, it took forever for this show to get done, even though it's only four seasons, just because the actors over the period of time when they were doing the show. All of them got super huge and popular. You know, Zazie Beats is in Marvel and DC. Uh, Paperboy is in Marvel. 
uh, Lakeith Stamps. And DC, Probably. he was in the Joker. He had that brief part in the Joker. Oh shit, they were both in Marvel and DC. Okay, <laughs> they were both in, in Joker. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, these these guys are everywhere. So that's they. So they're everywhere, and I appreciate them going out, right? So that's pretty awesome. Um, I do I do want to think because here's the thing I want to talk about just the series finale, just the last episode. It's very interesting because in every last uh, episode I've ever seen of a show, they always ask these questions. Like in Dallas, did Jr. shoot himself? In Sopranos, did Tony Soprano what happened at the end of that? Something kill himself? Not kill himself? Oh, they, himself? They, they they suspect he was killed. Okay, you know, so it's always like, those questions. That's like, that's like the big theory that yeah, those ambiguous questions that keep it doesn't pissed. show it, but everyone that that seems to be the theory. Yeah, yeah. So in Atlanta, the big question is. Did just Judy have a fat ass or not? Oh, that is the number one question. Yeah, but that's the question. I gotta watch this now, man. That is the question. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna get to it in a second because it was a big question. I'm gonna gonna tell you why in a second. Uh, Now it's time to make the damn community movie. Yeah, he got nothing else to do. (laughs) You might as well. (laughs) Now the reason the just Judy question is a is a question whether or not she got a big booty or not because the thing is it would turned out that uh Darius, you know Lakeith Stanfield, (laughs) the big plot twist at the end of the series is that. He goes into this slept deprivation chamber at the end of every episode. And he said, he goes, like, I go once a week for 30 minutes, so like that. Oh, so is this like a, is it like a, is it all a dream type of thing? Maybe. It's almost like a, a thing about Inception. You know, so the thing is, so it's saying that the whole show may or may not have been in his head. That's why all the crazy <laughs> shit that's going on in the show, he just made it up. He just thought of it. And the reason Judge Judy has a big booty in there because he knows... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as hell, man. It's funny as hell. So the only way he knows whether or not he's dreaming or not, because Judge Judy is his totem. If Judge Judy gets up on, you know, from the show and she got a fat ass when she's walking away, it's a dream. But if not, he's really, you know. So at the very end of the show, he like steals a car. The police are coming for him, and he's just sitting down watching Judge Judy. And then Judge Judy stand up, but we never see what Judge Judy look like. We just see his face. <laughs> and that's how the show ends. You know, so we just so oh, we just so think like, like the, the was it like the top or like whatever? like like the the, the total end. Yeah. Uh the, the top, the top in in uh inception. Yeah, the exactly. same ending. Because we don't know whether or not it failed or not. So we don't know if he's dreaming or not. But if he is dreaming, that means the entire show is a dream. You know. So now we gotta ask, <laughs> did Judge Judy have a fat ass or not? We don't know. You know. <laughs> This reminds me of a con. I went to a con, me and Izzy. Shout out to Izzy, um, one of the geek savs. We were at a con, and uh, what's her name? E.T.'s mom. Uh, the guy, the woman who played E.T.'s, or e- the, Elliot's mom on E.T. Yeah. She was in The Howling. She's been in a bunch of horror movies and stuff. D. Wallace, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. Um, Elliot's mom on E.T. <laughs> you know, she was like the mom back in the early eight, you know. And she's, you know, she's probably, you know, you know, uh, reaching out, you know, in her fifties or sixties now. Well, I, <laughs> Izzy was commenting on on you know the size of her, you know, her badonka dog. That she she was packing. Uh, she had some trunk junk in the trunk. And, okay, you talking about just, like like in her fifties or back and, in? And, in yeah, this is like this is like you know I don't know a few years ago at a con. He's like, damn, Et's okay. mom's got a fat. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I can see back in the 80s. He's like, no, no. I, no, like, like, I right now. She was there at a car. We passed. He's like, damn, man, she had a fat. <laughs> she might have let him did it. It's just like. <laughs> I was like, okay. I, it just came out of nowhere. Shout out to Izzy. Check it out there. That, that Jill fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
But like I said, it was some other stuff going on in the show also, other than, than just Judy. Because the thing was, what the main plot of this story is that they went to a black sushi restaurant. And the thing was like, like mixed it where you like had like Hennessy and sushi and stuff like that. But it made a very interesting point in the show. Because the thing is, they didn't want to go to the black sushi restaurant. They wanted to go to the Popeye's across the street. And the black sushi restaurant basically told them, like, why don't you eat sushi from us? It's okay for you to eat sushi at a sushi restaurant. But because a black man is serving you sushi, you don't want to eat it because it's too weird. And it's almost like a commentary of what they, uh, Donald Glover was doing for this show. Because everybody said Atlanta is like weird as fuck. But it's plenty of white weird shows. But if a black man makes a weird show, everybody like, oh, this shit too weird for me. I can't do it. You know, he's yeah. serving you black sushi, you know, but we don't want black sushi. We want Popeye's. You know, that's and that's <laughs> yeah, pretty much how the show like ended. It's stereotypical. Yeah. You expect yeah. certain things from certain types of people and what you what what they create you know? right so it's it's an interesting commentary but at the same time at the end of the show they ran away from the sushi restaurant got popeyes and that's how the show ended you know so but it was other stuff went on it, like it was stuff sprinkled throughout the show uh it was another interesting episode too he made fun of tyler perry of course you know um i gotta watch season again they made some references <laughs> to mf doom on the show because oh. it was a it was a rapper it wasn't mf doom i don't know if you know earl sweatshirt but it was he was basically pretending to be mf doom they were saying that he was dead and he was planning like raps through his verses to like like an easter egg hunt and it was like you had to follow through it well, so, like, that's like, what they say doom did he had right like, yeah yeah so it's or the like, same thing so it, it wasn't doom but it was a guy basically pretending to be doom you yeah. know and i thought that was like a shout out to do and it was another thing like doom is giving you something different he you know he's not you know drake or you know 21 savage or no shit like that no he's him you know he's doing something going against the grain and you know people you know yeah. sometimes you'd be like oh i'm not used to that you know that sometimes you gotta get out of your comfort zone that's the thing you don't have to be placed in a box all the time and i think that's what donald Glover was trying to do with this show the entire time some people on it some people on it like i said me personally one of my favorite shows of all time season three was kind of rocky shaky but the episodes they hit they hit you know so anybody haven't seen it definitely recommend it watching it season one starts off regular but it gets weird oh the best episode probably of on the show after this season uh they made a fake documentary about a black ceo of disney and they're saying he's the one in the 90s that greenlit the goofy movie and he put all kind of subliminal uh stories in there to make the goofy movie the blackest movie ever and I started watching it. I'm just like, damn, okay, that shit is in there. You know, like you got like Tevin Campbell R and B song, like like Goofy son and his best friend like dapping each other up. And I like, oh, I never noticed that. You know, so it's like little, it, it's fake, but it's just the stuff they put in. There. I'm just like, I can't believe they just slipped that stuff past me. You know, so that I thought that was pretty. And it, and the thing is, it almost seemed like that was a uh like donald glover basically saying what he's trying to do on his show like he's slipping stuffing past the the networks and trying to make the blackest show ever and the guy and the guy they made him look like almost look like uh dwayne mcduffie so i don't know if he was trying to make a reference to that also which dwayne mcduffie was also doing stuff like that like i said shout out to the, the creative milestone milestone static icon all those folks like that so it was very very reminiscent of that so that's all I yeah, gotta say. I with mean, that. wasn't yeah. there? He was doing some sort of like in season. I think it was season two. He was sort of making a, a commentary on pair, and that one guy that uh, Paperboy's homie 
he was yeah. like wasn't he like straight trying to straighten his hair and he was letting he was letting him be he was the prince of tides or whatever i remember that shit was funny <laughs> so, you know? something weird but yeah yeah and then but then zazzy beats his character you know she was let yeah i think yeah he i mean yeah i think he does like like you said go you know makes references that you know black people will get you know yeah most damage derpy five oh first yes mostly damage yeah uh but yeah all i can say is that if you watch community from beginning to end you're going to come to one conclusion donald glover is a genius because at the <laughs> end of it you're just like okay written by donald glover some of these episodes directed by donald glover you're like damn okay yeah, yeah. so yeah so i don't know what he's gonna do next whatever he does next i'm on to it hell i've been playing some of his music man some of that childish can't be no music we should have appreciated more like his old 2013 <laughs> i'm gonna go yeah so what do we got here i don't know who this is him and Jordan Peele will make a perfect harmony. I'll be honest with you. Some of those episodes of, of Atlanta, out Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele. Like, yeah. it made me stop for a second and realize, damn, did Jordan Peele do this shit? So, I don't know. It, like, if he wanted to do, like, a horror movie himself, I don't know. Jordan Peele might be in trouble. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all we got to go with that. All right, so what's next? Okay, before we get to the next thing, we're going to go to this one. Some simple, some simple. Okay, it's a big shakeup going on in Disney. It happened like almost 30 minutes before we start recording. Uh, so for those who don't know, who don't keep up with the business side of Disney, all you need to know is that the CEO of Disney right now, well, as of yesterday, is Bob Chapek, the Lex Luthor-looking motherfucker on the right. But Bob Iger on the left is the old CEO. So Bob Iger, the old CEO, just fired the new CEO and made himself the new CEO. Well, those who don't know, uh, Bob Chapek is the CEO that was over Phase 4. Based on when Phase 4 started, he took over. So I'm not saying point fingers, anything like that, but everything that happened in this Phase 4, he was responsible for it. So whether that's a good thing or not, I don't know. Will Disney get back on track with Bob Iger? Maybe. Like, fuck he this was woke shit. Right. <laughs> Nothing but white superheroes. I mean, we're not going to go there because Captain Marvel and Black Panther did get greenlit under Bob Iger. So, yeah. So that's he's nice. just chasing money. That's all he's doing. Yeah. They, I mean, like I said, Disney is making the money like they should. So, hey, heads got to roll. Now, people don't know, maybe Bob Chapek had. Now, who's to say that Bob Chapek had uh, much influence on the direction, you know, Facebook went to? Maybe he didn't. But I do know. He was the guy that screwed over Scarlett Johansson out of that money. Mm. It was definitely him. Everybody pointed fingers at him like, what the fuck was he doing? Because he's the one that didn't sign a deal with Disney Plus, tried to cut her out of the deal. And actually, Bob Iger had to step in and fix that shit. So who knows? Maybe Disney will be back on track. I don't know. But then you got a bunch of people saying that Disney hasn't fallen off. Disney has been fine. Phase four is fine. You know. Uh, or if it's not fine, it's not Bob Chapek's fault. We can't keep moving the goalposts. Look, it, it, it's working or it's not working, one or the other. So, yeah. But we're going to do an in-depth on Phase 4 one day. Not today, but we'll do it one day. Yeah, I was saying, it was Tony Stark was the one who led it. We don't have him anymore. I think or, that's Or why. Chris Evans, yeah. Yeah, we don't, ha- we don't yeah. have that one star that led the whole Yeah, series. or Chadwick both. Shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't have yeah. that. And right now, like, like I said, I asked this like last a few move a few movies ago. We mm-hmm. keep reviewing every MCU movie, and I was like, who, who, who is pushing this new phase? Who, who is the audience supposed to follow in this the event, the, this Avengers verse, the MCU going forward? 
We don't have Robert Downey Jr. anymore. We don't have Tony Stark or Thor or Chris or you know Cap anymore. Like who 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 is it? Is it who's who's leading the charge? Is it Doctor Strange? Is it Wong? Is it? It doesn't even <laughs> feel like a charge. It doesn't yeah. even feel like it's cohesive. It's just yeah. shit happening. We yeah. know which which I'm I'm honestly me personally I'm fine with if you want to just introduce new stuff stuff like that and just put your feelers out throw shit at the wall see what sticks. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with creativity because wasn't it the biggest problem that people had with Marvel that everything just felt the same? Everything felt like a factory, just cranking shit out. Yeah. And now when they're trying new shit, now we're mad at them for that. You yeah. know, we never would have got a werewolf by night in, in, in uh, phase three or before that. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think that's, you know, everyone's expecting, you know, because there's more content, they, they you know, th- there's going to be some shit. You're not gonna and like I think, I think that's what's it, Eli. I yeah. think that is what it is. It's too much content. Yeah. Marvel's stressing himself then. Because before, you didn't have, you just had, okay, yeah, we had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and whatever. But who gets a yeah. The movies, two movies a year, and that was it. And it was a hype event. Now, since 2020 till now, we didn't had about 10 MCU projects. Yeah. So that's a every, lot. Every every other month, there's a new show. There's something leads, show. And then there's yeah. a movie. That's like it's a it's just like this constant barrage of 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 content that like yeah, you know I and I get some tired of it of connects. It. Yeah. Some yeah, of it connects. I, I some of it don't connect. Yeah. Some of it contradicts. You turn around, and get Wandavision. Next month, you get Doctor Strange, Multiverse Madness. You're like, yeah. wait, what? You know, yeah. it don't even and, flow together. And like know? and like, you don't have to watch it all. You don't have to like it all. You know, I don't watch it all. It's like the comics. I don't read every fucking comic, even though they're probably all in the same universe. And you got to read this to find out that I don't do that shit. So why would I do that with the shows? You know, right. And and they you do know? the shows on purpose because they know that if you make them too interconnected and you miss one episode of the MCU, people are like, you know what? Fuck it. Because how many times people have done that with regular TV shows? Oh, yeah. I missed one episode. Fuck it. I'm done. You know, yeah. I would I would do that, you know. <laughs> so so they do that on purpose that they don't want to like like fans, Black Panther one kind of ever. What I do appreciate that movie that you can miss every single MCU movie that came out. All you need to watch is the first Black Panther. As long as you've seen that, you're good. Yeah. You have to watch anything else in between it. So. And those like my and those and some of those MCU movies are the ones that are like that, like Guardians or now yeah. Shang-Chi is like another new favorite. Right, I it's just, just out there by shit. itself. Yeah, yeah. May, yeah, maybe Iron Man three. That's about it. You know, <laughs> maybe you know, but maybe. even that or 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 the Hulk. The, hey, the abominable. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh yeah, abomination was with Wong. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but whatever. So. You know, you don't. But it's not required. You know, so I'm, I'm, you can fill in the blanks. You know, yeah. So, yeah. so. That being said, let's move on to some more phase four news. Uh, yeah. So now we're going to talk about something that is a big, big deal right now. Yeah. <laughs> Huge deal. Huge deal right now. <laughs> Justice for Namor. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what's going on right now. So, yeah. Namor um, had his package. CGI out. I don't even know if this is real, Eli. I don't even know if they believe this or not. Be honest with you. <laughs> I know other people saying that. I don't know if the internet is just making this up because because you never know. You never know if they just making shit up sometimes. Just so because <laughs> we might find out that none of this shit is real. You know, it's just there. Somebody just made like that thing with uh, what's that uh Opie's daughter? What's her name? I can't remember. Opie's daughter. Opie's daughter. You know, Ron Howard. What was Ron Howard's daughter? 
Okay, yeah. What's the name? I know what you're talking about. Bryce Howard. Bryce Bryce Dallas. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, I know you know o Opie's daughter. <laughs> Opie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't call him Opie though. <laughs> well, I call him. Maybe that's racist. I don't know. But I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, but the point is, we got uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Now they got this uh, Photoshop of stuff based on her out, and they're saying that they photoshopped her butt smaller for the Jurassic World poster. Now I don't know if that's true or not, but they're saying yeah, because they say her ass was too round. For the posters but when you look in the movie she wearing like some jeans and just like pow, pow you know <laughs> but i don't know if it's true or not you know that's what they're saying biscuits. <laughs> right <laughs> so now they're saying they're doing that with namor they're saying they didn't didn't edit all him out so of course somebody you know had to see the, who got that cgi job there man <laughs> just like this guy's dick <laughs> no do yeah, that the, the internet. Yeah, there's been so many great memes that have been yeah. <laughs> like this one. See, yeah. like they yeah, already overworking the best of work they're doing right now. Like, why am I doing this shit? Because they you got could. every frame. Yeah, it's how many frames? It's, there's 32 frames frames per second, and you <laughs> <laughs> you gotta oh no get no pencil that shit. You know, that's that's the shit job. You know that they gave some intern nobody likes. You know, <laughs> yeah, we need it. We need it by Monday. It's fucking you know Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> now, now he did it so much anytime he sees like a hot dog or a corn dog he just starts freaking out starts getting triggered and shit like no oh man like oh that. man oh. i saw i saw one that i of course we can't show it because you know you know it, we already it, on thin ice as it is yeah it, it, it's a, a, you know it, it, the co because of you know content but mm -hmm. um it showed a, like it was two pictures it showed the ocean it showed a shark fin sticking out of mm -hmm. the water and it just said shark and then the picture below, <laughs> it said Namor. <laughs> it showed a dick sticking. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh god, it was great. I was so stupid, shit. Oh man! Now, I, honestly, actually, that's the Loch Ness monster right there. They said it's Loch Ness monster. It's really just a whale dick. I, I, I'm serious. That's what they said. <laughs> Oh man! So Namor's like this monster. But here's the thing, though. So if Namor is rocking like this, then it would make more sense for him to bag Sue Storm. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Reed. You have no chance. I'm, I'm yeah, sure Reed well, could do it too. But Reed, yeah, Reed, Reed can cheat and do it. A <laughs> yeah, Reed can cheat, do it too. But he's all natural, man. It's like you know BBL versus the real thing. You know. <laughs> oh man, yeah. so. I think we talked enough about Namor's dick. Uh, you're welcome, <laughs> ladies. Hopefully, this will. will <laughs> let me show you one more time. Hopefully, this will uh, up our analytics with the female viewers one more time. <laughs> Boom, we just went up 1%. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, so what are we on now? I think, yeah, I think we can jump, jump into the next part. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, this is Comic Book Bullies, where we talk about comic books and we just go up into it. Eli, you have more books than me. I am going to do a retro, and my retro is long. As long as Namor's, yeah. But, <laughs> but let, let's see what you bulge. Right. right. Girthy. Well, I will do, I guess I'll do start out with uh, Nightwing number 98. Okay. Let's uh, see what we got here. Hold on, before we get there, let me see. What, uh, sometimes. We're very, about to very now. Yeah, we're about, about to, to now. now, man. Everybody's gonna leave now. Whenever we <laughs> <laughs> right, this would analyze just just drop. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so night night nightmare Nightwing number ninety eight. Um, so uh, this is where 
Night might show up. The little imp from the what? What dimension? Fifth dimension. Yeah. So Nightwing's got one now. Okay, so he's yeah. risen in popularity. Okay. Yeah. So um, basically, he uh, Nightwing and and Barbara and they they all took um, Maroni. Was it Maroni? One of the mob Sav- bosses. Sav- Sav- Maroni. Yeah, one of the mob bosses from Bloodhaven. They're transferring him to Gotham to testify against all the other five families or whatever. And of course they got ambushed. Everyone was trying to kill him. And then, so they took him into hiding in one of Batman's hideouts in the woods in Gotham. Um, now, let, let me, did they show the five families? No, they're just saying okay. that, you know, Moroni had, is it Moroni or Falcone? It's one of the two. I can't remember what's one of those things. I think Catwoman is one of, is, is head of one of the fam- families now. I think okay. I read a Catwoman book where that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Basically one of the mob bosses, Falcone, Moroni, one of them, the Gotham mob bosses has ties to all these different, criminals and you know he's he's cutting a deal of course now he's a rat so every all you know the mobs after him nightwing is basically he's in protective custody with nightwing um and they're at one of batman's hideouts and in the last issue a car just sort of shows up in the middle of the woods outside you know batman's bunker that they're hiding in and it turns out it's rick grayson one of no, that, oh yeah, you did tell me Rick yeah. Grayson showed up last time. Okay. Night Nightwing's other the the alter ego he had when he had amnesia and shit. But it turns yeah. out it wasn't really Rick Grayson. It turned out he it was Nightmite disguising himself. He can turn into anybody. Okay. And, um, basically says that uh Blockbuster had made a deal with the devil or whatever demon. I think that same demon was it the same demon from the world's finest? The, the Rizza guy? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, made a deal. But since he's dead, the demon is going after the soul of the daughter, which was that mayor. So they got to go rescue her. And of course, you know, and it's a really goofy, um, you know, story. Nightmite is like, you're you're so cool. Um, I'll, you know, I want to give you everything. You know, you know, Superman's got Mixoplex or whatever. Batman's got Might Night or Batmite, and you got me now. And I look up to you. And I, I I'll, I, you know, everyone. And he actually makes a wedding. He, he. He like snaps his fingers and uh, Night Nightwing and 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 uh, Batgirl are about to get married. He's like, "Don't you guys? Aren't you guys gonna get married?" I'm and he brought everybody. It's like a really kind of a Deadpoolish, very yeah, goofy, this... yeah, hmm. um, um, issue. But he said, "No, no, we're not gonna get married. Let's go kick some demons' ass." So they basically go and kick the demons' ass that are after the blockbuster's daughter. And then at the end, he's like, "Yeah." Uh, um, you know, thanks for helping me, blah, blah, blah. You're cool and all that shit. It's just a cute little brief little interlude and giving Nightwing his own little imp. So I don't know how I feel about that. It's like I get Superman because he's fantasy shit. And they actually <laughs> written out, you know, they basically say Batmite is like a figment of Batman's <clears throat> imagination. Now, that's what Grant Morrison said, you know, mm-hmm. you know to write this shit up. So having him have his own imp. Yeah, so it's going to take some time to get used to. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's like it's complete tonal shift of everything else you told me about the Nightwing books. Yeah, it it's, it is. It's it's a very goofy, lighthearted, fun story. As long yeah. as it's a one shot, I guess I can I go. Yeah, with that. and that seems to be what it was. I mean, I, I I thought it was cute. I'll give it a three out of five. You know, it was five. It, yeah, it wasn't as dark and gritty. It was like a yeah. It was like it, like it reminded me of like a Deadpool. You know, just him fucking with people and you know like a leprechaun just playing tricks and shit 
Which they that's basically what they are. So yeah. Yeah. Those those so. fifth dimension imps. Yeah. So uh, yeah. All right. So next book I'm going to do. This is a freebie, but I'm gonna get through it as fast as possible. It was Star Girl, The Lost Children, number one. It was written by Jeff Johns. So apparently oh. he kissed enough ass they let him back into DC. Good graces. <laughs> so yeah. Because only this, he's got like some other stuff he's got planned too, like some Justice Society, whatever, and blah, 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 and all stuff like that. So, yeah, we can go with that. So, like I said, I'm going to just run through this fast as hell, just get it get it done with. Okay, so the book starts off. Oh, as a matter of fact, it's on DC Universe. I'm going to read it, but yeah. So it starts off uh, with some, we're going back to the 1930s, 40s? Yeah, the 40s. Uh, with these super, these golden age superheroes called Ace and Gary, the <laughs> ambiguous gay duo. Nah, not them. Uh, <laughs> TNT and Dan the Dynamite. Now, I did look these guys up. I've never heard of them, but apparently they are a thing in, in DC. So apparently they can touch rings and he can turn one of them into a human bomb or grenade or something like that. And they just fight some guys. So yeah, they, whatever. They beat some guys up. So cut to present day. And Dan the Dynamite is reminiscent on his time, and it turns out the TNT is dead. And Dan the Dynamite, he's an old dude now. He's middle-aged, whatever. Uh, uh, TNT is dead, and he's in a ship going somewhere, but we don't know where he's going. We'll find out later on. Cutting to present day. And basically, you get an old backstory of Stargirl and how she, you know, her and her stepfather, Pat, how Star Spangled Kid and all this shit like that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. Okay. So her, she's basically getting... Grounded by her mom because she skipped school because she went and fought Solomon Grundy with Red Arrow. Red Arrow is a uh, Green Arrow sister. Yes, she was in Arrow, but she was like in the later shows where everybody stopped watching. But yeah. So since they fought Solomon Grundy during the school day on a Monday, she was like, you're grounded and you can't see Red Arrow anymore. She's like, but mom, nope, can't do it. And that's it. And her stepdad, uh, Pat, you know, said the same thing. So so she's grounded, got to go to school. Uh, you know, that's it. So she goes, and I'm just cut to the end. And that's when Red Arrow sneaks in. And she's just like, come on, we got to go. No, nah, I can't go. I'm grounded. Plus, I can't see you anyway. No, we got to leave. Uh, basically, what's going on, the whole plot is that sidekicks are coming up missing. Uh, one of their friends come up missing, and they think they got to leave, so they're going to follow. And the thing was, Stargirl got a vision that a, a, a enemy called the Childminder is coming. And she don't know where the vision came from, but we found out the vision came from the specter. The specter is telling her, this bad guy's coming. You got to take care of him. So that's what they do. So they go find Dan the Dynamite. Well, they go find a lead on Dan the Dynamite, and they find out that he is tracking down all the dead sidekicks, even sidekicks they never heard of before. They're like, why are there so many sidekicks that we've never heard of? What's going on with this? So they get a lead, and they go find it. Meanwhile, that sidekick Dan the Dynamite at the end finds the ship that he's going to he gets there but he crashed into this island which is where he's trying to go to anywhere and when he steps foot on the island he goes from an old man to a young kid and yeah and he just like i don't know what happened but somebody tells him you shouldn't come here and the book ends with him yelling the end so yeah that's yeah the yes. art looked pretty cool, I must say. Art looked pretty good. I don't know who did the art. I, I, I'm I, pretty sure Jeff Johns is going somewhere with this. Stargirl is his passion project, so he always loves Stargirl. But uh, I don't know. I guess. So. All right. Yes. 
Um, I guess I'll do. It was free out of ten, so yeah. You know, should I do this blade? Blade. Yeah, I was I was gonna get this, but I know you were gonna get it. That's why I didn't get it. Yeah, it was kind of a whatever for me. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> no, I mean I I just got it just to check. It oh, out. okay. Like, oh, <laughs> blade. Ooh, no, because I'm not. I guess this is. Uh, yeah, it's like deep in that Avengers lore. It's not yeah, like, I like yeah. I, which I'm not. I'm not current on the Avengers right now, so I don't know. But apparently, in this book, um, there's a vampire nation in Chernobyl, um, which is now a sovereign. The, re- the world has recognized it as its own sovereign nation. Dracula is like the president. Um, so just right then and there, I was like, uh, roll up my eyes. <laughs> I mean, what they they try? Marvel's trying to make the vampire nation a thing because they're like fighting with the X Men and shit. Yeah, so president, make them a thing. Yeah. yeah, President Dracula or whatever, and 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 Blade is like the sheriff of this town of this vampire land or whatever it's called um so this is pretty much like a a hardcore or a hard-boiled detective story it's a murder mystery um some mercenaries some outside mercenaries came in to try to assassinate dracula um but they end up killing the wrong vampire so then Uh blade has to go investigate and it's basically blade you know Going around, you know, trying to find who, who, you know, uh, you know, killed killed this vampire, and um, and and solve the murder. And, and he's basically a detective, like like you know, like uh, um, Philip Marlowe or whatever. What's that? What's those old detective? You know? Yeah, Philip Marlowe was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Mike um, Hammer is that a thing? Yeah, that Mike Hammer. You know, like okay. I, in, in fact, he's even got his narration. The, the voiceover, Blade's voiceover as he's investigating. Mm-hmm. You can almost put it, you, you can almost almost hear like the jazz music. Yeah, the soft saxophone. Yeah. Yeah, that, it, it feels like, has that sort of feel. Um, but he, he uncovers this conspiracy where, you know, this countess, this vampire countess. Uh, that was going to say, with the femme fatale in there? Yeah, okay, yes, yeah. yes. There's the femme fatale. Okay. All the tropes, vamp- okay. Vampire countess basically funded some outside mercenaries to come in to try and kill Dracula, but um, they got the wrong guy and, you know, all that. So it, it, so that's what it is. Uh, he, he covers this conspiracy, solves the murder. Basically, you know, Dracula's like, yep, I'm here to stay. I got, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the man and I got my counsel here and, you know, we're going to, you know, all that. Um, there was some pretty interesting moments uh, where like it, it shows like the day-to-day life of vampires in this, in this vampire nation, you know, there's like vampires in therapy. There's like the emo teenager vampires that are like all depressed and emo. Marvel, See, Eli, do we really need this? Do we really no, need this? No, we don't. I was like, again, I was like rolling my eyes. Like, I don't know how if this is cool or not, but it it, it is like it was like a, it's like a <laughs> see that I hate to go there, Eli, but that's because we're in the woke generation where yeah, we have to like, see the side of everybody. You know, yeah, have to understand the, the, how we're the they're vampire from. teenagers yeah. that are in therapy. They're all emo and depressed. The one vampire girl is like, oh. I should just go walk into the sunlight right now. Oh, like, <laughs> like, like, you know, kind of cheesy. And she, you know, Maybe listen remi- to emo music and shit. Yeah. 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 I, I it kind of reminded me, what's that one? Is it day walkers or something? There was a, a movie with, uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke played, uh, 
like a it was like a vampire society, and they're all vampires. It was like this vampire society, and he ends up helping humans or something. I don't know. I I, I was not into it. It came out like in the early two thousands or something. But it kind of reminded me of that, of like this vampire world, a world of vampires where they're thriving. They got day jobs and shit. And basically, does Blade chop anybody's head off in this book? No, he does not. Uh, (laughs) Actually, he does, but it's off panel. Oh, okay. (laughs) When he's when he's interviewing the Countess, you know, he's talking all this shit. Everyone's talking shit. She's oh, okay. Uh, uh, Pierre and Gomez or whatever her vampire bodyguards. You know, she calls for them, and Blade goes, "Talking about these guys," and he like repeatedly throws her the heads and shit. (laughs) That's about the old school thing. you know, there was like an action scene where the Mercs first show in, drop into Trans or not Transylvania, whatever this this nation is called, and try to go steal like the sarcophagus of, you know, this vamp of Dra- they think it's Dracula, but it turns out it is this big action sequence, you know. But it's just dudes with guns fighting, you know, vampires, and it, it was okay. Blade listens to emo music. I thought he listens to House or whatever. What was that? Yeah, it's like all the vampires do it. He just kills anybody listening to emo music. What's that song? I don't know, but but it's stuck in my head now that you said it. That fucking the most deaf song with on Blade Two was dope. I got I I against I. That shit was dope. That shit was yeah. Um. Now, did, it did, it feel like a one, did it feel like a one-shot? Because I didn't know. Yeah, like, That's what I was like. I, I was, I, when it got to the end, it, it said the end. I was like, oh, is this a one-shot? Okay. Like, okay, cool. Because I don't know if I'm picking up the second issue. <laughs> okay, just get in, get out, be done with it. Okay. You know, if it's a one-shot, I'll, I'll give it a four out of five. Because it, it, it helped my interest enough. You know, but if it's an ongoing series, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, give you a quick blade fix, you know. Okay. Yeah. So. All right, so next book I'm going to do. Okay, the book I'm going to do is a book we did from last week that I get a chance to do, but I'm going to do it this week. Um, a lot of cool a, books did drop last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just get a chance to do it, but that's okay. I'm still leaving it up. So the book I'm going to do is uh, Batman versus Robin, Robin number three. I, that I one I'm going to do. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it was awesome. It was awesome. I gotta say, I'm gonna just spoil it, just see what happened. He yeah. fights all the Robins. Oh no shit. He has to run the gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that's what I like about this one. Um boom, get in there. All right. So basically what happened is people have been keeping up with this. Uh Damien has magic. His great grandma is like some kind of weird ass witch. And the demon that controls all the magic in the DC universe and create the last repent, trying to take over the world. And Damien's just trying, and he gave Damien, one mission to kill Batman. So, yeah, this thing. Oh, I can't pull this up. Hold on. Ah, the thing will pull up. Anyway, but that's what's going on with uh, Damien right now. So, Batman is on a mission to go to Lazarus Island. He's going. He's on his way to Lazarus Island right now to just face off with Damien and the Demon Deza and Damien's great grandma and stuff like that and got to fight him. Meanwhile, the last issue showed that Damien has control of all the robbers. Boom, there we go. And that's where the book starts. So, Let's jump into it. I finally got everything working. Okay. So uh the book is basically Batman and Alfred going to Lazarus Island. Um, and basically he's saying I can't get in time contact with the Bat family because everybody's been taken out. And the reason they've been taken out because the devil Nezzo or somebody else has taken out all the Bat family, so he can't call for any help. 
Meanwhile, Alpha's eyes are glowing, and we see in the next panel, somebody looked through a crystal ball, and they can see what's going through Alfred's eyes. It's, it's mother's soul, Damien's great-grandma. Basically, Alfred is a spy the whole time, and they're just using him to see where Batman is going. So meanwhile, all the Robins, you got Tim, got the cake of Cagliostro. Uh, Red Hood's got Aquaman's trident. Uh, spoiler has the, the black bison spear or something. And Nightwing has the sword of Azrael. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of this or something, but they all is got like from, magic. Is that from Man of Bats or some shit? I hope not. I've never heard of Because isn't that might... Batman Incorporated going on where Man of Bats is running around and shit? It is, but the way they're doing it is not. This could be from anything. They just like magic shit, just whatever, you know. And Damien just sends all the Robins out. He like, go kill my dad by, the, by midnight, you know, and they all run out and just go get him. So, yes, yeah, so, so basically the book is he got to run the gauntlet. So Batman's just like, okay, Alfred, you stay here because – I can't have you getting in my way. Otherwise, it might wear me down because we don't want another situation to happen, you know, with the uh, Riddler and the Labyrinth. You know, he was like, so he like, you stay here. And that's it. So Batman goes because he knows what's about to happen. So he goes there. And meanwhile, we see Talia go, you know, and she is and Damien comes in and he sees his mother. He was like, um, basically, I'm gonna just pass this. Talia's been kidnapped. She's being mind controlled by him also because Damien is trying to get revenge on her also. I'm just cut to the panel where you just see that she's being mind controlled and she's in her mind prison. Yeah, right there. So, yeah. So that's me. And he's like, I'm showing you mercy because I'll just kill you right now. I'm going to just leave you just strung up like that. You know. Uh, meanwhile, Batman is walking down the trail. So he knows it's an obvious trail that Damien wants to go through. So he's trying to like go through the trees like Tarzan and shit. And then that's when he gets ambushed, invisible. He was like, and he hears Tim's voice. He was like, Tim, you're invisible. And that's when Tim goes, aren't I always invisible with Damien's around? I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> shots fired, you know. Uh, and that's when he was like, you never paid attention to me anytime Damien's around. I was your number one Robin then. You should be telling me like I was yesterday's garbage, you know. And he's talking all this shit, still smacking the shit out of him. And that's when Batman takes the cape off, throw it at Tim, you know, and realize, so as basically tim is the smartest robin but he's the weakest fighter so batman just takes him out like it's nothing you know he moves on he's like okay my, my sh- i threw my shoulder out but for the most part i'm good you know but he knows other robins are coming skip i don't care about the queen of fables uh i don't care about dibble nizza and then we get to the next part and that's when batman is snatched up by uh plants and he get his rib broken and his his response is oh shit not again you know, he gets, he don't even care anymore that he gets broken. So he thinks he's getting attacked by poison ivy, but that's when he gets attacked by spoiler and her black bison spear, some shit like that control plants. And she's doing her worst to try to kill Batman, but Batman's just like, okay, she ain't shit. So why Batman, or like, why didn't Robin, like Damien to send her first? Obviously, she's not here alone. And that's when he gets attacked by Red Hood, you know, smacks with Aquaman's trident. He's like, I'm here, Bruce. And he's like, Bruce, why didn't you come look for me? So basically all of them, all the Robins are like saying fucked up shit to him, throw him off his game. Spoilers just like, why didn't you train me like other Robins? Why'd you cast me aside? Red Hood's just like, why didn't you look for me? And he was like, reason I didn't look for you. And he doesn't tell him, but Batman's like, the reason I didn't look for you, because I couldn't uh, come to terms with myself that I created another Joe Chill, you know, for what he did, you know. So he feels, you know, bad for what he did. But these robins are like getting, in his, getting on, getting on his ass. Red Hood's blocking this shit, and right before Red Hood goes for the killing blow, he gets close enough to bam, Batman hit him in solar plexus. You know, takes Batman, uh, 
Aquaman's trident, smacks him in the face, and knocks him out. Rise the trident, you know, rise the wave to go get a spoiler and knock her ass out. So that's three down. That means there's one left, and he knows that's going to be the toughest one. So you're like, let's go. But meanwhile, he got cracked ribs. It showed the throwing out, but he got to do it. So skip. Anyway, we know we're going to uh, Nightwing now. There we go. So he sees the island. Right before we get there, that's when he sees, oh, that he sees Alfred finally caught up with him, and he sees Day, uh, uh, Nightwing. And Nightwing is saying fucked up shit to him also. He was just like, you know, I was one of the greatest showmen in the world, one of the greatest aspects in the world. Everybody loved Dick Grayson, but you took me out of that life. You killed Dick Grayson to fight your dumbass war, you know, where I could have been, you know, famous for what I did, you know. And Batman, you know, he's still saying this to Batman. Batman realized he don't have everything to fight him, but he fights him anyway. You know, they go at it sort of as real. But here's the thing. Nightwing is kicking his ass. <laughs> and we don't know it's because he ran the gauntlet and he's just tired. Or is Nightwing just that good? We don't know. You know, so he's still getting the shit I kicked out of. He knows if I can get the sort of ass real out of his hand, then I can do it. But Nightwing is just letting him have it, you know. And he's about to get him. And that's when, yeah, still stabbing him. Alpha just like, uh, Batman, stand down. You can't. You don't have anything left to fight him with. He's like, yes, I do. And Alfred grab and Bruce grabs his arm and it puts him in front of him. And Nightwing stabs Alfred. He was like, thanks for blocking that blade blade for me. When he does that, Nightwing like shakes out of the mind control. He like Alfred. So he realized he just killed Alfred, and there's enough time for Batman to beat the shit out of him. You know. <laughs> so he's down, <laughs> right? And Alfred just like, how did you know? He's like, what? That you a spy? I knew you were a spy three minutes in when I first met you. Yeah, you answered all the questions, but here's the thing. You hate Oolong T. You don't have a granddaughter. And that Riddler shit, that shit happened in a cartoon. That didn't happen in the comics. So you can, yeah, so I've answered your questions. You know how to answer questions right. But if I agree to your shit, you don't know the difference. So I knew you was a spy. I know you're not really Alfred. And then that's when Alfred said, well, actually, I kind of am the real Alfred. That's when he kind of, like a spirit leaves his body. He was like, in order for the devil Nezzer to resurrect me, he did need a part of my soul. So it was me the whole time, Bruce. So I'm fading away. But here's the thing. I don't want you or Damien to blame yourself for what happened to me, especially back with Bane and your crazy ass daddy. What happened there, you was across the world and Damien was against more than what he wanted to. So I want you two to make up before I fade off into eternity. Promise me that, Bruce. And that's when he, you know, he hugs him one last time. And that's when uh, Alfred kind of just fades into the ether like uh like like jedis and shit so he just uh, disappears you know promise me you know and that's it so batman puts on the mask you know treats his wounds and he runs into the cave we continue so that's it so pretty cool story man we got to see all the all the robins you know go at each other i kind of like that so now i just looked it up the black bison spear yeah, is is from Black Bison, who is a a, a supervillain, a native supervillain. Um, hmm. uh, he's a, usually a dude, but he was or she was on the Flash. Remember that episode with the Flash, where the the native chick was trying to steal some shit. I think I do. Yeah, yeah. But I don't it, think she had a spear. I think she just had like powers she was doing and shit. Something. Yeah. yeah, she was doing something. I think she was played by an Asian. And um, <laughs> damn, okay. <laughs> but yeah, but they made her a. They turned. They 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 gender swap the character. Okay, so in the comics, it's a dude, but in the show, it was a woman. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. 
perspective. So, yeah, I figured it was it was something. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, I guess I got Shang Chi. That up there. So this is Shang Chi number five ring. and the Ten Rings number five. So this oh, is. Oh, and uh, they are relaunching this book also. Yeah. Um. So there's this uh, tournament going on to see who can have control over the Ten Rings. Um, and Shang Chi and a bunch of other fighters are in there. Um, you know, fighting for the for the control of the, of the of the rings, and um, but in this book we get a flashback to the origin of the ten rings. Okay, um, about time. So basically, we get a whole flashback back in Tao Lo, that magical realm that's in the movie. Um, there was uh there was this um this worm or whatever the, the desolation worm. Who fed on fed off of uh, like evil or like you know negative energy? Anyways, all the all the fighters had to like help fighting and destroy it, and they ended up basically um, trapping the uh, the worm inside this ring, this this the universe ring that one of the guys wore. Um, it, but it turns out that I guess the that that it was like the ring of power on Lord of the Rings, where it started corrupting him. And making him evil, so they had to kill that guy and then break the ring into twelve pieces. So ten of which are what you know that got out into the world that was recovered by you know the House of Daggers or whatever they call what's it the House of House Shang Chi's House the the House of Weapons House of Hands Five Weapons Five Weapons Society that's it yeah Yeah. those those guys they were recovered but there's still two left and that's the Desolation Worm. Is this like demon thing, demon worm that's possessing what's his name? Lu Quay, her, his his girlfriend or his ex girlfriend? The assassin girlfriend or the yeah, lawyer the, girlfriend? The, the MI6. Uh, okay, chick. that one. Okay. Um, uh, and he's got the last two rings. Basically, if he f- gets all the rings back, he can return to the this mortal coil or whatever. So that's what he's trying to do. So, um, yeah, that's basically what happens. We get a flashback of the origin of the rings. Um, more fighting in that tournament. Um, the, his homie that was uh, helping him, you beat everybody's ass. Basically, betrays him at the end, and uh, that's about it. Um, still cool. I'm I'm still into this book. Uh, it was it was fun. Four out of five. In this um, last issue, uh, I, I think there's w- one more, and then there's another. The, then they start a new arc. Yeah. You know? I don't know why they keep starting new arcs. Why don't they just keep it going? Just, I don't I don't yeah. get that. Yeah, but. and which 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 sucks because like, this is the Ten Rings, Shang Chi, the Ten Rings. So when mm. I search this for the review or or like I get like images for the comic, I get the mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't even find it. Well, the, yeah. I think the next book is gonna be called like Master of the Ten Rings or something. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. So. And it's the yeah, same creative team. Like it's the same creative team. We get again mm-hmm. diving into like Chinese uh, fantasy and 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 and. Um, mythology and stuff uh so it's pretty cool you know so yeah four out of five <clears throat> okay cool all right so now i'm gonna do a retro uh retro review uh right. the retro review i'm gonna do this old school defenders 84 this is like in 1980 now the reason i'm doing this book because this is the first time that uh namor and black panther fought each other back in the 80s so they had okay. beef. i didn't know the beef went back this far i didn't know the beef went back 40 years so so this is 
white Spock in booty shorts. Name Basically, with you know <laughs> pajama sock T'Challa. You know, <laughs> this is just simple. And that's the thing. Like these these old school books, they have a charm to them if you can get into them. So yeah, yeah let's just start with this. So I didn't read the book before this, whatever. I, but it's a continuation of the last book. But we're just gonna just jump into it. And oh, Hulk's in it too. So like I said, it's uh, Defenders book. Yeah, so, Hulk was in the on the Defenders back in the day. He was part of the team too. Yeah. So this is a. Basically, Namor and Black Panther fight with Hulk just in between, just doing shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's get into it. All right. So the book basically starts off with it continues on from the last issue where the defenders, Dr. Strange, Namor, and the Hulk fought some dude named, named the Unnameable and they beat him. But the only way to beat him is that like they trapped him inside of Hulk's mind or some shit like that. But what it is, it took Hulk out. So they're celebrating, but they're all kind of depressed. Well, Namor is upset, but we're kind of depressed because. You know, Hulk's messed up. He don't know if Hulk's gonna recover. You know, so he took Hulk back down to Atlantis, and they're they're on the way to Atlantis, and he's basically gonna help him recover. You know, and they look at Hulk and they see Hulk's taken out, and then we'll just straight up ask Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, you the best magician in the world, right? Why don't you cure him of the Hulk with your magic? And Doctor Strange is like, I can't. Whatever, whatever gamma shit he got going on is past magic. I can't do anything with it or science. The only person that can figure this stuff out is him, Bruce Banner. He's the only person that can figure this out. So he transferred to Bruce Banner and just like, okay, while he's healing, we're going to leave him here. And don't worry, I, he's in my care. you know. And Doc Strange like, like, cool, I'm out. I got shit to do. And that's it. So you don't see Doc Strange anymore for the rest of the book. So that's it. Meanwhile, we cut to some other shit. And we cut to Kyber Island. I actually read this, this book. This is a Black Panther book of Kyber Island. Basically, Black Panther got kidnapped on this island. He killed the guy old control of the island and claimed the island for Wakanda. So it's an island like off of Africa. But anyway, we got Atlanteans and we got Wakandans trading weapons. But the thing is, the Wakandans that are trading the weapons to the Atlanteans, these Wakandans are kind of like black market selling it under the table, you know. So it's the Black Panthers not supposed to know about the shit they're doing. And it's like, hurt them do this shit before Wakanda find out about what we're doing. You know, meanwhile, uh, Atlantis think Atlantis thinking they're getting set up, so they're about to pull guns on each other, shit like that. Before they do that, bam, Black Panther shows up and starts whooping everybody's ass. He they're like, he's just one man. You can get him. Like, no, he's not a man. He's Black Panther. And he just starts kicking the shit out of everybody, you know. And meanwhile, some of the Atlanteans get away. They're like, oh, I'm not fighting this guy. I'm getting the fuck up out of here. So they get in their ship and leave. Black Panther see, see some guys getting away, and he sees his army finally showing up. They're like, say something for us, you know, Black Panther. He like, get these guys. I got to go chase these guys, find out where they're going. He thinking they're just, you know, pirates. He doesn't know what these guys are. So he jumps in one of their ships they left behind and go chasing after them, like in the sea. So he's like, I'm going to get these pirates and find out where they took our weapons to. Because he knows they sell us some black market weapons from Wakanda sneaking them out. So he like, everybody just stand back. I'm going to get these guys. Nobody going to do anything until you get a word from me. So they go. But meanwhile, when Black Panther goes down there, he sees the big landing ship. He's like, oh, shit. So it's not a pirate I'm after. This is actually Namor's ship. He's never met Namor before, but he realized he's about to meet him. So before Namor sees that one lone ship is coming after him, he's like, who the hell is trying to attack my entire fleet by himself? Who is that damn crazy? Let me go meet this guy. So Namor goes to the to the thing. To it. And uh, yeah, right here. So Namor goes into the base he empties out all the water to let the guy know that whoever it is you know he's just trying to try to handle this diplomatically so he tells the guy come out 
uh and we can talk it out and that's when black Panther shows up you you know who i am now boy you don't you never seen before but you you heard of me you're like wait you're that you're that avenger guy that that king you know you're the black panther you're like oh he realized he got fucked up because he thought he was so black panther thought he was just chasing us regular pirates and Namor thought he was just facing off some like regular ass dumbass they didn't know they were facing off against each other so skip dr strange i don't care uh and that's when we and so this when we get to the conflict of what's going on so nam was just like okay you rested some of my guys back on on your wakandan island but here's the thing the guys you arrested they didn't have my approval so bring them back to me and i'll punish them and black pants like no they committed a crime on wakandan soil they face wakandan justice and then was like well you are on atlantis soil right now so you do what the fuck I say because I am the ruler down here. And Black Panther's like, okay, who the fuck you bossing around? I am the Black Panther. You don't boss me around like that. So that's where the conflict starts off right there. So Black Panther hops away, uh, just thinking I can just, you know, suck him in. It, but uh, he flies over there to him. And that's when Black Panther throws some shit at him real quick. And it's like some kind of, it, they don't call it vibranium. They just call it like some kind of magnetic thing. It's supposed to like stop him from flying, like look, drop to the ground. So he basically took some of his weapons with him, you know. And he's thinking, okay, that's going to hold Namor. He's nobody. Not knowing how strong Namor is. Namor breaks out this shit like nothing. He's like, look, I tried to give you a chance to talk your way out of it. You listen to me. So guess what? I'm going to flood this whole area. Have, have at it, T'Challa. So he just leaves him. And T'Challa like, okay, so this dude just tried to assassinate a king? Okay, this is Namor's crazy as fuck. So he puts on an air breather, and he finds the spot where the, all the air is sucking out. He finds the vent where it's sucking out goes through the vent blows up behind him and then you know just gets away so you're like okay just give me some time to like search around and see what the hell is going on in here but he realizes another area that has air here so you're like so why do these atlanteans need air they may be holding somebody hostage so he take these guys out real quick smash that, that thing and they run off and then he goes into the room and he sees a dude and the dude has been drugged and it's bruce banner so what does he do <laughs> slaps the shit out on the wake him up which you don't do that with Bruce Banner because when he does that, he starts hulking out and he's just like, who slapped me and who put me to sleep? And he just started, Hulk don't want to sleep. Hulk wants to smash. And he starts just smashing the shit out of everybody in the room. Black Panther start running off and shit like that. That's when uh, Namor gets the word from his people that, okay, Black Panther's not dead and he freed the Hulk and you have what kind of fleet coming down for you right now. He's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go handle this Black Panther myself. So he goes in the room Dude's getting tossed out the room left the right because they messing with the Hulk. And he goes in there and he sees Black Panther, you going too far. Hulk, calm down. Remember, we teammates with the Defenders. And Hulk's like, what the hell is a Defender? Like, I don't know what a Defender is. And you try to put me to sleep. You try to drug me. I'm going to smash your ass. So he punches the shit out of Namor and knocks him through the hole. And that's when you get like all this water sucked in there. And they all go flying out into the, into the water, into the ocean. Of course, Namor can breathe, so he's okay. But Black Panther can't breathe in the water, so he's choking, you know. Meanwhile, that's when Wakandan fleet is down there and rescues him. And Atlantis starts shooting at the Wakandan fleet, but they suck him out before they get in there so everybody's okay. And Namor just grabs Hulk and he, like, just drags him back to Atlantis. You're like, okay. Then uh, Wakandans rescue T'Challa, but he's unconscious. They don't know if he's going to make it. And they basically say, if T'Challa dies, it's war. We're declaring war right now. So everybody, and matter of fact, they didn't tell anybody, but Wakandan has a nuke. 
And Atlantis is like, if they come back down here, we're going to shoot with missiles again like that. So basically, they're arming a war against each other. And yes, Jimmy Carter, because I had to look it up who was the uh, president at the time. This Jimmy Carter basically saying like, okay, Wakanda and Atlantis is going to war right now, even though it doesn't affect uh, America. We're going to keep watching, see what's going on. So everybody's just watching, just seeing what's going on. And everybody's like, oh, it's, it's like Iran. It's like Iran and Iraq. So that's what it's like a third, you know, third world country with everybody's thinking of. So Hulk wakes up. He's like, what the hell did you do? He was like, I just rescued you, dumbass, uh, because you were going to drown if I didn't do that. He was like, uh, no, you're not going to do anything. I'm getting the hell up out of here. So Hulk, like, I'm going to leave. And Hulk jumps out of Atlantis all the way to the top past the sea and everything and just jumps out there. But the thing is, he jumps out so fast that the Wakandans looking at him think that the Atlantis just shot a missile at them. They don't know the difference. They just think he shot a missile because it's so far away. So like, oh, well, they shoot a missile at us. We're going to shoot a missile back at them. But they're going to shoot a nuke at them. They just finna just nuke Atlantis, you know. And that's what the child wakes up like, what the hell just happened? Oh, we at war and we're about to nuke Atlantis. He's like, wait, what? He's like, put me on the phone with Namor right now. So he gets on the phone with Namor. And he basically, and Namor's like, why the hell should I listen to you? T'Challa, everything you're telling me, you might just be making fun of me. I don't know. He was like, look, believe what you want to believe, but there's a missile hitting for you right now. And he was like, okay, well, just tell me where the missile is and I'll find out. So Namor goes flying out and sees the missile. He's like, oh, shit, what kind of got nukes? I didn't know that. So he gently nudges the missile just enough where it won't hit Atlantis, but it'll hit another target. And, and Namor's just like, okay, to hit a target. We want nobody to be upset about it. And the target it hits is Kyber Island, the island that was the beginning, beginning of this. So that's why you don't see Kyber Island in the Wakanda movies right now, because Nam will wipe this shit off the fucking earth. So it's gone. And and Wakanda's just like, well, we kind of fucked up because now the world know we have nukes. So yeah. So yeah, this is bad. Me and Namor got up to a bad start. Maybe we can patch this up some kind of way. So he's thinking he can apologize. Well, not apologize to Namor, but maybe they can come to terms. And Namor is just like, okay. That's been taken care of. I'm going to negotiate a truce to get my people back from Black Panther. But if they don't do it, we're going back to war. And Imperious Rex, the end. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, pretty cool story. It kind of sets the tone. Like I said, it's some 80s goofy shit. But we it sets the tone. say that in the movie. Yeah. We never, yeah. I, yeah, I cut out on Rex, the yeah. internet. Yeah, you never. <laughs> oh, it's cool. We kept going. But, yeah, we didn't talk about how you said Imperious Rex. But, because he says Imperious Rex a bunch of this. And basically, anytime... I get the uh the notion anytime he says Imperius Rex basically said, okay, shut the fuck up. I said what I'm gonna say, don't say anything after that. That's basically what Imperius Rex means. I know. thought it meant it's clobbering time. <laughs> or that too. It it could mean different things, you know, but that that's what it seemed like here. Basically, he's saying look he at my people, dick. Imperius, look at my Imperius Rex. <laughs> look at it, woman. <laughs> Just look. Uh, so that's it so yeah like i said it's some goofy 80s shit back in defenders but it set the tone of what their relationship was going to be from there because when i read the old christopher freeze uh black panther book they referenced this story in there because namor shows up he was like black panther do you want another kyber island situation again you're like and they like nah we're gonna cool we're gonna chill so i like that you know cool so give the guy a shout out for the movie his name wasn't in the credits his name was Al, I'm fucking his name. Al Hannington? Ed Hannington. Ed Hannigan. I think his name is. That's the guy that wrote that story. And Marvel just made a billion dollar movie off his idea that he wrote back in the 80s in a one-shot Defenders Hulk story. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, shoot, any other books you got? Or 
Uh, no, I'm, but I mean, for this week, I mean, last, I mean, for doing last week's shit, which I don't have any video, uh, video or I'll just say Ghost Rider was awesome. That's all I'll say. <laughs> New okay, Ghost, I'm pretty sure it was. Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider. Oh, what else? Oh, Son of Cal Al was good too. Last week it was. So there's one more book left before that book wraps up. So, yeah. Yeah. So. But, um, what else? Oh, what else did I do? Oh, do a power bomb. Never that came it. out. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was dope. Lot, big. The next, the next issue is the last issue, but there was like a big, huge reveal happened in this last, a lot, a lot of drama going on. So, gotcha. but yeah, the uh, yeah, the ton of good books that came out last week. We didn't get to talk about them because we were, you know, talking about Black Panther, the whole show. So shout out to everybody. That's one of our highest uh, viewed episodes on there. So we appreciate that. I, I knew people were going to come for that. So, yeah. Yeah, I figured, yeah. Yeah, give the people what they want. That's what they I always figure say. I better watch it. So. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm gonna spoil the shit out of it. <laughs> See, in this scene, this scene. You know, I just posted a picture of uh, Shiri and Black Panther today because uh, Marvel just released the picture themselves. You know, so I'm like, everybody talking about spoilers and shit, like, no spoilers. But look, Marvel is spoiling the movie themselves now. So if you haven't watched it, that's on you. Your, your time is up. So yeah. Yeah, man. If you don't see it opening night, you're fucked. That's how it goes. Yeah, but we gave you two weeks. It's been two weeks, so that's yeah, on you. If you uh, if if watch you... anything this week. Uh, This week, yes. And you will watch it too, Jake. That Guardians of the Galaxy dropped this week. Oh, is it? That holiday special? Okay, yeah, it well, drops then, this week. Yeah. I'll, then I'll finally watch some Christmas shit. Yeah, I don't watch yeah we'll talk Christmas about that. Kevin Bacon will drop Easter eggs and shit like that. Is the last like episode that. of Andor next week? Might be is the last it? episode of Andor, yeah, which I've been watching. I, that's Andor... I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because I'm gonna bring it up. Andor episode one and two will air on ABC this week also. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it'll be on, on regular TV. Uh, yeah. have y'all seen James Gunn in DC? Oh shit, I should have talked about that. Yes, I did, Jake. And I actually had that as my notes. I was gonna do it, but I'll talk about it now. So he dropped uh Mr. Terrific, Lobo, uh, some other people also. Well, I, I know what he's doing. He's focus testing right now, he's putting feelers out to see what people want. You well, know, he said he asked like the he asked the fans like, "What do you guys want to see?" Yeah, and he got a bunch of pitches and probably people writing scripts and shit. Now, my <laughs> my fan casting, I don't like fan cast, but I do fan cast for Mister Terrific, the black dude from the Good Place. That guy would be a perfect Mister Terrific. I don't know if you've seen the Good Place, but if you watch the Good Place and you see the black dude on the Good Place, you'd be like, "Yeah, that's Mister Terrific." You know, because Mister Terrific is just black Reed Richards. That's all he is. You know. <laughs> Uh, so just do that, you know. If you don't, Marvel will fucking race change him and make him read Richard. So you better do it first, DC. Just, I just want another Swamp Thing something. <laughs> yeah, so, you know what? Make a Swamp Thing movie and make the villain Solomon Grundy. Boom! You that's an that's an idea right there. What the Imperious Rex? <laughs> Namor's bones, man. Right? It's easy, man. Shit. That would be why dope. we think yeah. of this shit, you know. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. We shouldn't be coming up with the ideas. James Gunn, you supposed to be coming with these ideas. Fuck that, James Gunn. You work for Marvel and DC. Fuck that shit. Give me a secret crisis, Marvel vs. DC, right now. You can make it happen. Do it. You coward. <laughs> All right. Uh, that being said, like I said, we've been on the show long enough. So uh, join us next week. We'll talk about smoke shit. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. You know, I've been talking shit for a generation now. It's about that time for me to kick my feet up. You know what I'm saying?
Trying to get some head from a mixed thing, big dream. Say goodbye to Rip James, nigga got a job. Had my little wide, worst fear was getting robbed for my last fifty dollars that I had left over. Five dollars and they popped the nigga in his left shoulder. <laughs> Minimum wage, five fifteen, thirteens on the whip, kept my shit clean. Uh, actually, that was my mama shit. But I'm driving around town on my Obama shit. Middle class, my ass just to get a tank of gas. Had to run the guns up the street and pawn the shit. But yeah, I'm headed for a scholarship. Little scrap game, but I got a lot of lip. That's why them niggas don't like me and always want to fight me. A dumb nigga hate a smart mouth, most likely. Uh, I know the game, I'm an expert, nigga. How you gonna jump me if my legs work, nigga? I'm gone. Showed up at a crib, trying bone, and I ain't fucked yet, cause a mama always home. God damn, L- Lord have mercy. Please, God, don't let this little broad have herpes. My nigga say she fast like Jackie's on a curse. Gold medals if we gave hoes medals. No rose petals on a bed in the ghettos. Spider-Man sheets got to sing a falsetto. Tall white tees, can't believe we used to wear those. White folks looking at us like we widows. But we was only kiddos. Grabbing titties in the club, pocket full of skittles. Trying to get the kitty was like trying to solve a riddle. Trying to get the ditty because I murder instrumentals. It's that good old fashion, Mark Jackson. Fuck, then I pass. Y'all Utah jazz in your barn. I don't play, nigga. I'm Mark Matson. That's why my not stick like a fucking Kardashian. I'm not asking, my nigga. I don't need favors. I'm in the streets with the fiends. I done seen danger. My team major. We party like teenagers. I'm in the green range, nigga. I'm the green range. Gangsta, green seal. I fucking ran out of breath. <laughs> team major. We party like teenagers. I'm in the green range, nigga. I'm the green range. Come yeah. I don't even like this beat, but fuck it, I'm only spit like a few bucks and I don't like this beat, let's go, uh, bitch I'm not old news, I'm more like gold shoes, she eat my whole dick, she like whole foods, they say I'm old school, but I dropped out, drop your body off at a cop's house, they throwing up them bricks, you better box out, my niggas got enough white to build a rock house, I got my drawers on, Sam Rothstein, 44 on my waist, Rick Ross jeans, I've been faded, Stonewash jeans, new pussy, new money, new Arlene's, 50 up in that Uzi, G unit, I murk you with that bitch, scratch the serial number, reuse it, uh, I'm from the N.O., stretch niggas out like limos, that Uzi goes, zit, 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 that's pimples, uh, I'm about to go banana pudding, <laughs> you a dyke cause your man a pussy, hit you from the blind side, no Sandra Bullock, never bite the hand that feeds you, always watch the hand that's cooking, tunch, <laughs> yeah, man, default, ho, Shout out Cole, you already know what it is, Cole World, Wayne's World, we in this bitch, ho, special delivery, at your front door, <laughs> Red Bull, Piat.